The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the March 15th Ides of March edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to set you up for a fun little eight-game slate. Lots of teams on back-to-backs. We've got some guys that are out just before we recorded here. So tons of value even going into this slate. With me to break it on down is Ryan Knoss. What's up, man? Not much. Do you want to do you want to talk about those injuries? The 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 recent breaking news but before yeah. uh, before we dive in so mike d'antoni said the other day that he wanted to play daniel house more which kind of hinted that he wanted to rest other players and here we are first day since those first game since those quotes chris paul's gonna rest we also saw in that same matchup tyler johnson's gonna rest so that that, that game has a ton of value uh, we saw dennis smith jr's rolled out so just the guard value that has opened up is just really kind of changed the slate here uh, yeah. And then we still have Reggie Jackson, which we'll talk about in a second. He's going to be questionable. Like, there's just, it's going to be one of those guard, guards are going to be what makes or breaks you here. And then obviously, James Harden without Chris Paul is insane. We'll talk about that too. So, it's a, for sure. Lot, and lots a, and going another, on and another night where you basically have to stay locked into the injury report until, until closing time or you're going to get, you're going to get burnt. Yep. And there's some good early games. Um, a couple have high totals. So I can talk about that. Let's just hop into this thing here. Um, I guess we should just lead with the Houston-Phoenix game, given that's kind of the headliner now. Um, so prior to the Chris Paul news, it was still a pretty big spread. It's not going to change too much. It was 106-119. Uh, Phoenix plays tomorrow. Um, and again, Tyler Johnson's out with a sore right knee. Still no TJ Warren. Elliot Kobo's still in the G League. So you would think that DeAnthony Melton is going to probably get the start, although I wouldn't be totally stunned if they start Mikael Bridges uh, just because they used Bridges on Harden mm. a ton in the last matchup, although Harden kind of ripped him up. I think it was like 23 points on like 50 possessions, something like that. Uh, Harden scored 44 against the Rockets in the last game, and then obviously his per 36 without Chris Paul is it's like 38 8 and well, I have it right here. Yeah, 37.6 yeah. 6, 6.8 boards, 8.2 dimes, 2.1 steals, 5.1 trays on 42 usage rate and 61 uh true shooting. So he's obviously Harden is like you don't even have to elaborate like he's you're going to put him in your lineup. Yeah, I had actually prior to the Chris Paul news I was kind of leaning toward Bradley Beal. He's two thousand cheaper, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, so I was kind of off Harden, even though it's a good matchup versus Phoenix. But without Chris Paul, as you pointed out, those stats are ridiculous. When Paul missed extended time earlier this year, that's when Harden really just hit the stratosphere and was going for seventy fantasy points a night. So I, yeah, he's as chalk as it gets. Yeah. Um, again, this should be maybe I mean, Phoenix plays. A lot better lately. I think Tyler Johnson's going to be kind of a, a big negative, though. Um, we'll talk about Phoenix side in a second. 
But this also, obviously, taking Chris Paul out, who's been pretty good on the minutes. It's going to open up minutes. Again, Daniel House, I'm pretty sure, is going to play. So there's probably 23 minutes right there. Um, mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Eric Gord gets a little bit of a boost. Austin Rivers is probably the favorite to start, I would think. Yeah. Uh, he's a really, really, he's probably the most attractive value here, uh, yep. and which should be a great matchup. We'll probably see some Devin Booker on him. So I like him quite a bit. Uh, and then Gerald Green, revenge game, um, four four finger assassin. He used to sell uh, in Phoenix uh, the four finger assassin foam hands, like where he had his like well, <laughs> yeah, his finger, his uh, four, one of his fingers was like a little bit shorter. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. But anyways, uh, yeah, all those guys are going to be plays. And again, I would start with Rivers. Yeah, I I'm same way. I mean, Rivers is only three point five k. I'd easily play him over Eric Gordon, who's five five. Mm-hmm. So two thousand dollars cheaper, you get a guy with comparable, you know, d- a decent floor. Especially since, as you said, he's probably going to start for Chris Paul. Um, Even if he yeah, doesn't, I'm, I still I don't, think he's fine. Just by the way, yeah, same. I don't think I'm going to play Gerald Green tonight, but he's he's not a terrible option. Um, and Harden just so chalky, especially with. I mean, Giannis doesn't have a good matchup tonight versus the Heat. We'll talk about that later. So if you're looking at the very top of the slate. You got to go hard. Yeah, I mean, there's really no one even close, I would say. Like, everybody, like, you're not going to play LeBron. Uh, you mentioned Giannis is in a kind of a tricky spot. Um, Embiid's, I still like Embiid a little bit, but yeah, um, you definitely want to put Harden in there. Um, any other front court guys you think? Clint Capella's pretty solid out Chris Paul. Um, per 36, he's looking at, I lost it. But it, if I remember, it was like 18 points on pretty decent uh, scoring. So, I, again, good matchup against DeAndre Ayton. So I could see Capella being someone who's useful. Um, I don't love him, but I could see him being a little bit more involved. At 8-3, it's not bad. And he's going to get big minutes if this game's yeah. close. Yeah, if this game's even like remotely say... close. It's not going to be that close. Yeah. I think for cash game, and there's not too many centers that excite me today. I think I'm going to end up going pretty cheap there, actually. Mm-hmm. Um but if you, you know, if you find yourself where, oh, you've got so many values in the backcourt with your guards and so forth, and you got some money to burn, I think Capella's floor is super safe. You mentioned the matchup versus Aiton. I mean, he should steamroll the Suns. Um, so, yeah, solid, solid play, but not too exciting for GPP. Yep. Uh, so moving to the Suns, again, the you would think that DeAnthony Melton gets to start, and he's minimum at point guard. So that's another guy you could throw in there and save a ton of money. I'm down with that. Um, he'll pro- If they do start him, they'll probably put him on Harden, which gives him plenty of steals opportunities, possibly some fast break opportunities. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's it, it seems like a good spot for him. The, the Suns had really focused on talking about playing and Booker himself is like, oh, I like to play off the ball more. Um, so you would think that that's, that's the play here. So at 3-5, and again, uh, I think a matchup where he can succeed. Uh, I do like Melton a little bit. Uh, and then after that, again, I think Bridges should see a little bit more time. Um, you would think in this matchup as well, they would, again, I, I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but it makes sense to start Josh Jackson here. Uh, you want a little bit more yeah. uh, flexibility in the perimeter with switching on pick and rolls and stuff. So I would think he starts, and he's been horrible, but he's 4-4. is cheap enough to consider. And again, the Suns will probably, if this game's close-ish, they'll probably play Josh Jackson down the stretch uh, with Booker at the point, I think. Yeah, I mean, and you you know the Suns' rotations, you know, probably better than anyone, certainly better than I, but... 
do you have confidence like like when you say they'll probably start so and so do you have enough confidence in that or is it is it that there's so many moving pieces and depending what happens i mean maybe we see jamal crawford play 24 minutes like is it just too chaotic to trust or or is there someone you would lean into because i'm I'm basically looking at devin booker kelly Oubre. other than that i want nothing to do with the suns tonight I just think they, I think they had to start Jackson. I just don't see how you put Devin uh, Dragon mm-hmm. Bender out there against PJ Tucker, spacing the floor, and putting him out in space in any which way. They're going to switch. Like they're going to target him, man. Like if they put yeah, him out, why there, are they starting him anyway? Is beyond me. But whatever. I, it's Igor is like obsessed with rebounding. I think that's the main reason why. Like, he's like, oh yeah, every time they get beat on the boards, it's like the first thing he says. So I think that okay. it's not like Bender's a great rebounder. I mean, he's better than Jackson, I guess, but. Yeah, so I mean, Bridges, I think it's going to be pretty good. Bridges, again, he's going to probably play. They want to put him on Harden. Like, that's pretty much the reason why they drafted him, uh, is they want isolation defense on him. So, um, mm. and maybe they even start start him over somebody else. Uh, so, something that can, again, it's, it's an interesting matchup for them. Uh, and again, they're going to yeah. want to limit the threes. And obviously, stopping James Harden is number one. And again, yeah. I, I forget, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but like, he by far guarded Harden more than anyone else. Um, okay, I have it right here. Yeah, 43 possessions for Mikkel Bridges versus 11 for Josh Jackson, 10 for Booker. So, like, that's you, their guy. Yeah. Do you have stats against it? Or do you 23 have, like, points on 43 possessions uh, for Harden on that one. Oh, wow. So, okay. he lit him up. Because, I mean, Again, 44 points. Yeah. So, he's going to light up pretty much anyone who's guarding him for high volume. Sure. and But, but Bridges is, like, a steals maestro. I mean, he's, yeah. he's ridiculous. He's got seven steals in the past two games. And Harden is a turnover machine, so I think that yeah, maybe Bridges is set up for a nice spot tonight. Yeah, I do like him. Uh, I think him and Melton are the two guys that, and Jim Jackson too. But again, they're all GPP strictly because, as you said, they could throw Jamal Crawford out there late. Um, but yeah, and again, other, I'll yeah. add that the Suns reporter Gina Mazel had said that they, she thinks Melton's going to start too, which is the chalk move. Is that and, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes. Would sense. you go just based on what, Milton, based on what Booker yeah. was saying? How he wants to play shooting guard more, so I think that's kind of the. Gotcha. I mean, he's their franchise player. Milton, they don't want to make him upset. Mel- Melton over Rivers, yeah. No, no, but they're different positions okay. though. Melton's a point. Oh, guard. is Rivers a shooting guard? I yeah, think. so I would. I gotcha. Rivers is chalk. Melton's the GPP. I, I'm in with that. Um, Aiton off his quote unquote F minus performance in the last game. I can't touch him. Um. And if you think it's going to be a blowout, maybe go with some Rashawn Holmes into yeah, that. You know, three seven power forward. Not too many cheap power forwards up front. Yeah, worth a look. Yeah. All right. Let's get let's get past this game. That's going to be the kind of the make or break game, I would say. Um, so, do you think Harden's fadeable at all, or no? Like, if you're playing a bunch of lineups, would you? You can't do a full fade. Like, he has just too much upside. Yeah, I need some of them. Although, yeah, you know, if you want to fade fade him and get Beal, Booker, Lillard, guys like this in your lineup, uh, you know, you can make a case for that. Yeah, Beal's in a good spot. I uh, mentioned lower. Those guys are great plays. Okay, so let's talk about um, some of the early games here. We got Lakers 103 at Pistons 114. Uh, this is a back-to-back for the Lakers. They lost in Toronto last night. LeBron, LeBron got pulled. This is interesting to me. So he's... You know, we, we saw he may not play in back-to-backs, limited to 28 to 32 minutes. He's been kind of on the high end, 33 and 32 in the last two. So, he got, they were down 10, which in two, with 218 left, I believe it was, and they pulled him. That's not necessarily, like, you're only down 10, that's, that's not like garbage time. They, they pulled him. Yeah. So, like, I think they won't, they won't want to play him today. 
So I don't. I still. You still can't trust him. Like I can't play LeBron on the back to back. Period. But this kind of just unless we hear he's out, and if he is out, who are you looking at? Uh, I'm going to start with disappointing so far. I'm really upset with Mo Wagner, but um, yeah, I'm I'm in on him um, if LeBron's out, and he, they may maybe rest McGee as well. But again, it's Gonzaga yeah. Drummond, so like it's going to be a tough call, tough call. But yeah, um. man, the, the Lakers. Don't do it for me tonight. You mentioned the uncertainty about LeBron. He's probably, I mean, even if he does play, he's on a minute limit. Uh, Josh Hart's probably one of the most likely candidates to soak up minutes, but he's dealing with a knee injury that may require off-season surgery. He's kind of just playing through it. I don't know why. Lance Stevenson, I think he's out tonight or questionable. Questionable, yeah. Yeah. Or he's not, it was not, uh, report's not out yet, but he'll probably be questionable. Yeah, and the, the, the front court's kind of a mess outside of Kuzma. Um, I played Jonathan Williams in 30 deep this week, and that was a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we've got, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, KCP's going to pick up extra minutes if, if Braun is out. Revenge game. Yeah, you, any interest in Bullock or Rondo? Nope. Bullock revenge game. Um, Alex Caruso had a career high 16 last night. I kind of like him a little bit. Uh, I, don't think okay. I don't think yeah. his price went up, right? Yeah, he's three six, um, and they they played next to Rondo last night after they did not do so on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So again, another cheap point guard. Uh, I prefer Caruso over Melton uh, in this back to back slate. Again, I think it's a good matchup for him. Um, we'll talk about Detroit side in a second, but yeah, this is another one of those like strictly GPP kind of situations. Um, I, I'm a little bit worried about Wagner against Drummond, but again, he's three eight, so. We saw him go off in the last time he had opportunity when he went for 22. So I, I still think he's in play, but uh, I wish he'd be a power forward instead. But after that, um, I think if LeBron sits, I guess Jonathan Williams would be an option. Yeah, I mean, he'd, he'd be low percentage, just, you know. Power forward, go, go 3 for, Go for broke. And if he busts, then FanDuel drops that score for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, there's a lot of guys under four to play today, so you should have yeah. no problem putting Harden in there. Um, anybody else here? I, I can't play the vets just based on Luke Walton's com- uh, comments from last week talking about playing younger guys is just right in the forefront of my mind. So I'm not touching Rondo, Bullock, KCP, and any of those guys. Kuzma's fine. No. Hart's fine. I think Hart's – I mean – the back-to-back's risky off that knee thing. Like, you think they may sit him. So that's yeah. another reason why I like Caruso, again, because he played kind of two-guard and one uh, and the point as well. So um, I do like him. Makes sense. And I'm, I'm with you. I'm not touching any Lakers vets. Yeah. All right. So another chalky play, Reggie Jackson, right ankle sprain. Didn't look bad, but this ankle is not great. Um, this is mm-hmm. the grade three ankle sprain. He missed, I believe, 37 games last year. Had a minor procedure in the offseason. Missed time in the preseason with this. A lot of shady business with how they were talking about the cycle in the preseason slash training camp slash summer. So you would think uh, they sit him here. Um, he had ice on his ankle as well. Was limping on Wednesday. So Ishmith, 4,000. He may not even start because we know Dwayne Casey likes to keep his second units together. So they may start Calderon. They may start Luke Kennard, who they talked about playing at the point more in the summertime before he hurt his knee um, in the first summer camp, summer league practice. So, But Ish Smith is like off the top, chalk play McGee uh, against a bad, bad Lakers defense. So I, he's, again, easy play if he's yep. out. Yep, and 
this is part of the reason I'm not super interested in DeAnthony Melton and uh, you know Caruso is solid actually. I, I I was sold on him a little bit, but yeah, Ish Smith obviously easy easy play. I mean, I would consider him even if Reggie Jackson wasn't out. It's mm. a fantastic matchup versus the Lakers. He's hit. I think 20 plus FanDuel points in five of the past six games. So at this price, he's only 4,000. It's just an easy play. I mean, the only thing, if you want to fade him, maybe that makes sense and pivot to some other guys in the tournament. But otherwise, he's he's obvious. Um, yeah. Luke, Luke Kennard, only 5,000. You, you mentioned he might have the ball in his hands more if Jackson sits. Uh, he's got his own foot injury that seems to be slowing him down recently. So that's a Bit of a concern for me. I think I'm going to go with studs at shooting guard, try to get Harden in there with uh, Beal, Booker maybe, and save money elsewhere. And Rivers as well. Yeah, right. Or you could just go full punt punt with the second spot. So Kennard's kind of in that awkward position where I'm not super sold on him and there's just better options whether you're going up or down. Yeah, I mean, I imagine, like, say Reggie's out. Basically, it puts Kennard and Rivers in similar spots. Like, great matchup. Possible second unit boost, starting point guard missing, uh, and he's cheaper, $1,500 cheaper. So I think it's pretty – I mean, again, a good tournament play. Like, Kennard get, can get hot. We saw him a couple weeks ago. He hit, like, a 34-foot bomb when he was kind of just on fire on, like, a Saturday or whatever yeah. it was. So he, he's on option, but I just think that Rivers is going to be – and then if you want to fade – Rivers is totally fadeable. Like, he can totally sure. put up a dud. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else? Uh, I mentioned, I wrote my column yesterday about this. Um, anybody, how do you feel about the front court spots in this for like Drummond or Drummond's coming off a terrible game? Uh, fouled out against Miami, picked up his fourth foul with 11 minutes left in the fourth. It was a brutal one, like one of his worst games of the season. So, how do you feel about him as a bounce back? Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, by the way, Blake, without Reggie yeah, Jackson, has been just a, a, a monster. Blake, without, I'll pull the stats up while you, while you talk about that. Yeah, so maybe, maybe Blake. As a bounce back guy, because I think, I mean, he's hit over 35 fantasy points once in the past two weeks, two weeks plus. So he's really struggling. And even before that, I mean, in the past month, he's just, he's not doing well. But you're right, with Reggie Jackson out, the ball's going to run through him a lot. Uh, I say with him out, if he's out, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a great matchup versus the Lakers. It's one of those that I really want to target. So if you want to stack some Pistons, go for it. Same with the Blazers. I'm all in on Blazers versus Pelicans, Pistons versus Lakers. I'll, so, I'll, yeah, I'll stock up with some Drummond and, and Blake Griffin in a lineup or two. Blake per 36 without Jackson, 29.2 points, 7.1 boards, 5.1 dimes, 2.9 threes. Um, that's compared to 23, 7, and 6, so pretty substantial boost there. Uh, he also gets a 2.5 usage rate boost and a 6.3 true shooting boost uh, without Jackson on the floor, too. So he is substantially better. Um, again, if this, this seems like a smash spot here. At home... Like, Lakers are going to be tired. I can just see Blake imposing his will in this game. Um, so I do. Again, he's been cold, but it, it seems like such a dominating kind of spot for him. Yeah. Um, same with Drummond, too. His numbers are better as well. Uh, he goes uh, 20.3 points compared to 18.3 without him. So uh, more usage to go around. Talking 340-minute uh, sample, too. So it's not like a small sample. Um. Yeah, that's kind of it. We're, I mean, Ellington maybe, just a little bit more, but there's obviously plenty of value to go away from other guys. All right. I think we're good there. Those are probably the two most juicy yeah. games. So uh, let's 
dive into some other ones here. There's a uh, we got Kings at 76ers. Kings played last night uh, in Boston. Good game, by the way. Uh, Mike Scott, Ben Simmons are probable. They were ill, upper respiratory infection there, but it sounds like they're gonna go. Uh, Kings are flying right now. Since the break, they have uh, tied for the fastest offense per possession at 12.9 seconds, tied with OKC. So this this should be pretty high scoring. Uh, again, that's a pretty high over under. We saw Bagley's back, possibly maybe get dialed back on the back to back set. Played I believe 19 minutes last night. Um, B elites, I got the start. I think that was a matchup move though uh, against kind of a bigger mm. style against the the, the Celtics. Um, so I, I can't touch B elites. Uh, Bogdan got really hurt because uh, we saw Harry B play a lot of three. So I'm not really feeling bogged on here. I feel like this is a good spot to start Bielitsa again, given all the size on the Sixers. So I'm not too into many Kings here. Um, the back-to-back scares me because we saw um, Fox kind of get, you know, a couple months ago or whatever, a month and a half ago, whatever it was, where Jaeger was like, all right, let's dial him back. Um, and Toronto, I believe they rested him. So it's kind of a similar situation. East Coast game, big underdog. Like I'm just I'm kind of off the Kings here. Okay. I'll give you two names that I'm somewhat interested in. Both very much mid-range guys, probably, you know, not not too exciting, but Harrison Barnes has been playing enormous minutes lately. He's got, I mean, I'm reading back through his FanDuel output, 35, 26, 24, 40, 35, 21, 35, 26. He's got another 40 in there. So it's a good matchup. As you said, the over-under of 232, it shouldn't be a blowout, but even if it is, I, I think Harry is playing 35 minutes easy. So I'm not against playing him. He's only 5'5". Five, five. Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein's $100 more, 5'6". So if you want a mid-range target at center, I think he makes sense. He's hit 28 fantasy points in five of the past six games. It's not a good matchup versus Joel Embiid. I'm a little bit worried about fouls. So mm-hmm. not you know I'm not super invested in... in uh, Collie Stein, but those would be the two kings I would consider tonight. Yeah, um, Bagley, no, he's six thousand. No, I don't. Yeah, I if just, it wasn't a back-to-back set, I'd be a little bit more inclined to. Yeah, there's going to be a minute limit. I feel like, and I just need to see him playing. You know, thirty minutes a game. He played nineteen in in his return. So. Yeah. Uh, then what do you think about 76ers here? Jimmy Butler's back. I'm worried about a blow. Obviously, Joel Embiid, I think he wasn't very great against Kali Stein. It was, you know, a little bit subpar based on his averages. I forget the numbers. But um, mm-hmm. 10-9, like, again, there's so much value on the slate here. I could see him having a big game. I could, too, but he's just so expensive. You just mm-hmm. said it. He's, what, the third most expensive player on the slate. I would, uh, yeah, uh, 100 more than I, 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 I'd rather play Drummond and expect him to just crush the Lakers front court. Yeah, that sounds. That's. I think I agree with that. And ben Simmons is probable. So, but uh, yeah, I don't see much there. You can't play Jimmy Butler. Mm-mm. Not. I don't know. Any, Tobias is any kind of cheap. But... Grabbing you. Tobias is kind yeah. of cheap. I mean, six nine, in, in which should be a great matchup for him. Uh, okay. I guess that they would cheap. either put Bielitsa or Bagley or Harry B on him. I think he can dominate all those. But yeah, I'm not really feeling anybody from this matchup, to be honest. They're such a top-heavy team that you're either playing their studs or you're playing nobody. Yeah. It could be. I, I like the other game better, the other early game. Uh, so let's just get into that. 
Uh, we got Hornets okay. 115 at Wizards. Wizards play tomorrow, projected at 119 points. Uh, MKG probable. It's Cody Zeller's doubtful. Uh, and then we got a lot of injuries here for the front court, or at least for the. We got Trevor Reza questionable with the knee, and then Sam Decker's got a back issue. So no brainer there. That makes Jabari Parker someone to look at. They would probably start him, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, he's five eight. Again, I like this matchup. Um, the Hornets defense has been a disaster. Twenty seven since the break. Uh, we saw Bradley Beal, who we've been talking about a little bit. Um, he and Walker both have forty five point games in this matchup. Uh, James Brego said he will, quote, throw Brodies at Bradley Beal. He thought they defended him a little bit better in the last matchup. I don't know about that. But, yeah, Beal looks like a, if you're going to really attack this game and you wanted to fade Harden in the GPP or something, just play this game hard. Uh, again, I think this is going to be one of the closest games on the slate and, again, a high over under, too. So, great game to attack. I'll hand it to you there and then dive in after you. Yeah, um... Beal's obviously in play. He's been fantastic lately, and whether or not they throw a sea of bodies at him, he's going to have amazing usage. And he's been getting to the line a ton recently, which is one of his, you know, improving strengths. I love to see that. Um, and you mentioned it. Sam Decker's questionable. Trevor Ariza, questionable. I don't know why they would play him tonight. So Jabari Parker's in play. Jeff Green, he's only 4.5. I'm still probably not going to play him, but he's, you know, he's a possibility uh and bobby portis he's cheap he's six nine coming off a quiet game so hopefully that'll depress his ownership but prior to that he was on fire and the hornets front court's banged up without zeller i could see bobby portis toasting willie hernan gomez so yeah i'm i'm into portis tonight so the 130 report came out just want to update you on this one here uh lots of lakers the bronze out uh, Josh Hart. Okay. Yep. Josh Hart's <laughs> questionable. Lance Stevenson's probable, and Reggie Bullock is probable. probable. So okay. Uh, Caruso. The big one there is Le- LeBron is out. <laughs> yeah. So Car- Caruso, Wagner, Williams, the guys we were talking. Those are the three that jump out. You can't play Hart questionable. But yeah, this makes me like Caruso. I think the number one takeaway for me is Caruso, Caruso and Wagner by far are like plays. Agreed, and Bullock and maybe KCP. I'm assuming he's like three five or somewhere around there. I'd, I'd also bump them up a little bit. Yeah, you would think they would play Wagner at the four next against Blake, which isn't fun, but he's cheap enough where it's all right. Yeah, and as we said, Jonathan Williams. If you want to just yep. take a swing, for sure. I think Williams is real sneaky. He's probably not going to start, but yeah, like he basically when we saw Williams getting hot, it's because Kuzma was out, and so yeah. basically, you know. They, he and Key and LeBron play the same position pretty much. So like they're both interchangeably used at center sometimes. Both play three four next right. to each other, so they're basically identical as far as rotation minutes go. Okay, so that pretty much covers that. Okay, so back on this, um, you mentioned Portis. Thomas Bryant had a bad game two games ago and really bounced back in the last one. He and Scott Brooks had a meeting prior to the good game, um, so mm-hmm. he likes how he likes what he did there. But I still I don't know I still like Portis too. Like I think Portis he's oh he's had a couple good games against the Hornets in his career too this season, so I do like him. Um, and if Ariza's out, you could see more Jeff Green sliding down. I mean, there's going to just be more front court minutes, and it's yeah. not like Portis has to play straight center. So, I, 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 yeah, I think that helps him. Yep, yep, I agree. Because uh, I mean, Ariza plays upper 30s. So, yeah, Jeff Green's yeah. cheap too, man. He's 4-5, <laughs> so like he would be yeah. a total chalk play. Um, and he'll probably you know see pretty heavy minutes. So, definitely a strong play. Um 
Anything you want to do with Thomas Sadoransky, chasing Randall, who's been a little bit better lately? Nope. Randall's a nice deep league kind of guy. I know you picked him up the other day in 30 deep. Yep. You get other, other, uh, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, no. I'm, I mean, Sadoransky has been solid at times, but yeah. his price has gone up too much. I'm not really interested. Troy Brown Jr. is getting some minutes, but I can't go there. Yep. Um, do you think they start Troy Brown Jr. for reasons out, maybe? That's actually a good call, yeah. Because they play him pretty much all over. They play him really one through three. Yeah. So and he was good, good in the call. last game. He he yeah. looked really good. Oh, I I love Troy Brown. He's three five, yeah. small forward, not many cheap small forward plays. So yeah, that would definitely help him. They want to play him. So right. he would be a kind of maybe he's you know much like kind of like Caden Bates Chop where it's like oh Wiggins is out okay let's just give all of Wiggins minutes to him. I could see a similar right. scenario there. So yeah, I like that. So yeah, I I put if Brown starts play him for sure. Yeah, not, not like all the Brown. He won't be too high usage, obviously, but he can do a little right. little things. Good good passer too. He's kind of a fancy passer. All right, let's move to the Hornets here. Uh, banged up front court. Nick Batum didn't practice yesterday, but he's good to go off the injury report. And Cody Zeller is really the big news, so we should see Willie Hernan Gomez start again. This is the same knee that kept Zeller injured last year, so possible multiple game mm-hmm. absence for him. Do you trust Hernan Gomez or anybody along those lines? They'll probably play MKG at the 5 a little bit, Marvin at the 5 a little bit, so that helps Marvin. I don't trust Hernan Gomez, but I, I think that he's cheap enough at 3-6. And up against the Wizards, it's going to be a, you know, there's a high over-under, 233, closest spread of the night. So I'm, I'm not totally against him at that price. Yeah, uh, we saw Malik Monk get back in the rotation, but you would think with Batum back, that's something that probably won't happen. Right. Uh, he himself said he was tired, uh, but he's like, oh, no, my conditioning's okay. Uh, so that was kind of an interesting quote. Um, yeah. He mentioned uh, Brago said that he wanted to play Devontae, Malik, and uh, Dwayne Bacon a little bit more. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, but I mean, this Kemba, I, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to sack it, Kemba, I'm down. Um, I don't really like Batum. Jeremy Lamb's actually pretty cheap. Uh, he's not a bad play in this matchup if you want to go aggressive. Mm. Um, then, yeah, Marvin. And I guess, I mean, if you could play Willie if you want to go after this one. There's a lot of guys here, especially if a reason's not playing. Yeah, you summed it up nicely. Okay, um, we're way behind schedule, so let's move on here. We got Bucks 112 at Heat 107. Wade hurt his elbow in the second half, was kind of grabbing it, looked minor, played through it, but he's questionable. George Hill is back, expected to play limited minutes. Uh, Heat are a little tired. Uh, I'm sorry, Bucks are. Uh, they played eight of their last ten on the road. And Chris Middleton said you could see how they were tired. Uh, the road trip was starting to catch up to him. Um, so something to keep an eye on there. And then also Eric Spolstra seems to be locked in on this starting lineup. Said quote, our starting lineup has had some good starts and play in some play and uh, some play that's been trending in the right direction. Excuse me. So where are we at here? That means Bam's going to start. Um, obviously Giannis, uh, tougher matchup for him, which you mentioned. So I'll let you take it from there. Uh, this is a game, I mean, I've given it some thought. I, I'm basically avoiding. Uh, <laughs> I don't like anyone from Miami particularly. It's a, the, the Heat are one of the worst matchups of the night for DFS value. Uh, the Spurs are worse. The Pistons are right there. But, yeah, Miami's a bad matchup, so I'm not really into the Bucks side of this equation. 
the heat. Like, who knows if it's going to be Bam's night or Hassan's night. Uh, you've got Josh Richardson's been good, but not great. Justice Winslow can go off or maybe not. Maybe Dwayne Wade goes off. It's again, I always come back to the, the heater. There's so many moving pieces. There's value here. I don't know where it's going to come from. Don't love the matchup. It's got an over under of 219, which is far lower than most of the other games tonight. So I don't know. I'm, I'm fading this game, basically. What if Wade's out? I would be. It's just. <sighs> So that would probably help Derek Jones Jr.'s minutes. They play him at the three a little bit. I could see them sliding guys up. So maybe more minutes for waiters, more minutes for airplane mode. Obviously, Magruder would play more minutes, but you can't play him either way. Yeah. Um, Magruder's the worst. Yeah. He's a fly in the ointment. Yeah, he was so yeah. good to start the season. He was like top 75, I want to say, for the first like 15 games. But um, I just don't like, I don't like the length against the Bucks on defense. So it's hard to really yeah. buy the starters. I mean, maybe Richardson. Uh, he still can't hit threes. His steals numbers have gone away, which is pissing me off. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, I'm with you too. Like I'm not. You can't play Bam. Can't really play Whiteside. Like he's gonna play Bam yeah, big minutes, but. Yep. Drogic's in the mix. Just I don't hate waiters know. at four one to be honest though. That's a pretty good price. If Wade's out, I could see his minutes getting extended a little bit. If Wade's out, yeah, that would that would change the equation. Yeah. All right, let's move on. If unless you got something else, no, nah, I'm good here. <laughs> All right, uh, so oh, I messed up my stack here. Uh, Pelicans, where are you? There we go. Uh, Blazers, one twenty-one. They play tomorrow at Pelicans. They play tomorrow, one thirteen. No Drew, no Etwan. More possible shutdown candidates. Seth Curry is ill. He is questionable. Mo Harkless also questionable with this perpetual left knee thing it feels like uh, so you can't play him Rodney Hood should be back with that minor hip thing obviously playing Rodney Hood with any questionable with any kind of injury tag is off the books uh, you can't do that uh, Pelicans are flying as well they're third in time possession per uh, time per possession since the break they're also allowing the fastest possessions on defense so this game could be really really high scoring and now you had mentioned Lowered a little bit. I think Lowered could have a huge game. I'm a big fan yeah. of Road Lowered. Uh, much higher usage rate. Uh, again, this game should be close. This minute should be pretty high, I think. So I do think Lowered could have one of those huge lower time games. I'm with you. And he's under 10K, which feels like a total steal. So I'm going to really try to fit him in there. And I know there's some cheap point cards. We've talked about a bunch of them. There's a couple more to come. But... Yeah, I want to find a way to get Lillard in there. Um, CJ McCollum's coming off of a big 35-point game. He scored 25 points at least in four straight. So, you know, you expect that to keep going versus the Pelicans. It's the, as you alluded to, it's the highest over-under of the night. 235 points, I think. Um, so McCollum could be a popular play, but I, I'm kind of avoiding him just because he's not cheap. 8.2. And he doesn't have the upside due to lack of supporting stats. He's not going to give you many dimes, steals, you know, never block shots, that sort of thing. So he really needs to go off as a scorer to hit value at, at over 8,000. Um, so Lillard's probably my play of the night for, for Portland. He's up there just overall. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic is too expensive, I think. He's almost 9,000. It's very rare that he plays 30 minutes. So as long as Ennis Cantor's healthy, I'm not loving Nurk. Um, I don't know. Mo, Mo Harkless questionable, so you can't play him. Hood, you mentioned the hip injury, and he's just, you know, usually a miss. 
If Harkless is out, maybe Jake Lehman? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's where I'm going to. Uh, Lehman cheap. Um, let's see. The Blazers play the Spurs tomorrow. So you would think that they would sit Harkless today, play him tomorrow, right? Yeah, makes sense. So, uh, I mean, that's a big, Because it's all big just precautionary with, with, yeah. with his oft-injured left knee. So. Right. You don't want to play him in a back-to-back if he has any issues. So it just makes sense right. to sit him to me. Uh, and maybe even mm-hmm. Roddy Hood, too. Maybe they sit him, or at least dial him back to get him ready for tomorrow. Hood, Hood's not great for fantasy, but, I mean, he's had some big, big spots. Like, he won that Charlotte game. Uh, that Maybe Sunday morning, like he was insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, they want to have him fresh. So yeah, Jake Lehman, man. Uh, again, fast, fast. He likes speed, up tempo matchups. So he's a guy I would look at who's cheap. Um, I guess this helps out for Camino slightly. Uh, not enough where I'm like inclined to be about him, but Jake's the guy I would look at if those guys are going to sit. Uh, and I'm with you too. Uh, I can't McCollum. I can never get my finger on McCollum. Uh, he's just. He looked like he was going to have a bad game to start yeah. against the Clippers, and then he just went insane. Like, they blew him out <laughs> yeah. in the last game. Yeah. So, um, Nurk, no. But still, like, he, he he's not going to, McCollum, that is, isn't going to drop 60 fantasy points mm. and make you deeply regret not playing him. So, yeah. I'm but, fine just leaving him on the bench. Yeah. Nurk, yeah, like I said, he's he just never plays 30 minutes. Like, he, he'll play 27 minutes. And although he can smash, and it's a pretty good matchup versus the Pelicans, very good matchup. I just, I don't know. I, yeah. I needed more upside because he's almost 9000 So that's too expensive for me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what about Pelican side of this? Uh, Frank Jackson's prices finally come up. Uh, I'm not in. Um, what about Alfred Payton? Yeah. I could see him having a pretty good game. And by the way, does uh, Lillard, who Gentry really uh, limited Lillard in the playoffs, is that because no, it was Drew Holiday. I think like it was, it was Drew Holiday more than it was Gentry. For why he got shut yeah, down in Dr- the playoffs. Yeah, that's Drew another reason. Why, like, I should have mentioned that too. Like that's another reason why lowered is no Drew. Yeah, and he's what second team All NBA defense. Like he's he been he's first. right up there. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Alfred Payton, I like. He was projected prior to the. I think Emmanuel Moutier might be the number one projection for ownership tonight. But according to Line Star, Alfred Payton was the highest projected ownership at fifteen huh. percent tonight. And he's, yeah, I mean, I kind of get it. There's no Drew Holiday, no Etwan Moore. AD's on a limit. Peyton's probably going to double-double with assists. So I like him, but he's also 7.6 thousand. There's just too many values at point guard that I won't be one of those uh, owners playing. I'm with you. Kimmich uh, Williams, maybe, 5-1. Should play big man instead of front end, back-to-back. Still been so inconsistent. Yeah, just hit, it's too hit or miss. I yeah, can't do it. Yeah, for sure. So we're kind of off Pelicans. Uh, Julius Randle, maybe? Maybe. Uh, honestly, not terrible. He, he wasn't even on my radar. <laughs> yeah. I'm, this is what, a hard game to been stack. Doing lately? Yeah, 8-5. Eight, eight, Oof. It could be a game to stack, though. Like, there's, if you play Jake and you play Lord, and, I mean, I guess you could play Aminu. Um, maybe you play Frank Jackson, hope he scores 25 with some other stuff. Um, and then if you want to play Alfred, so I guess it's a stackable game. So you can play all those guys and throw Randall in there. If this game's close, it yeah. should be pretty close, I think. Pelicans is reasonably is, close. Very eight, high. We scoring. didn't mention Anthony you're, Davis yeah, yet. You're right. Anthony Davis is seven. No, not, can't do it. But I'm saying the point is like it could be a close game. Yeah. Cool. I'm not against Anthony Davis, honestly. Seven eight. I think he's going to hit forty fantasy points even in his twenty one minutes that he plays. <laughs> it's crazy to say, but. 
I, I'm not against him. Yeah, I'm not. It's he doesn't. If like I've been saying, you can't play Anthony Davis unless he starts right at tip, because he can just yeah, get scratched. Yeah, so yeah, it's again pure GPP. Uh, okay, so move on here. I guess anything else you want to get? No, we're good. Um, uh, I lost my lost my way in my my things here. Um, what do we got? We got just got the Chicago and the Clippers game left. Did we got anything else? We got a uh, Nick Spurs. Ah, Nick Spurs. About. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll let you hand that first while I try to figure out where my <laughs> stuff sure. is. I'm so, kind of a mess. I we we got to start with Emmanuel Mudiay for the Knicks because Dennis Smith Jr. was ruled out as we mentioned at the top. So Mudiay's four point eight. He's not super cheap. You, you wish he was rock bottom kind of guy, but whatever. He's gonna get tons of minutes. He's coming off. I think a, I think he had thirty Fanduel points or more in the past game. Um, no Frank Nidalekina. He's out, of course. So I think Moutier is kind of the play of the day for this game easily. He's going to have very high ownership. I'm not super into it for a couple of reasons. It's got a blowout potential. Knicks at Spurs. The Spurs are favored by 14 points. The over-under is 215, which is the lowest of any game tonight. So it's going to be a slow-paced, kind of, you know, slogging affair. So, yeah, Moutier... I get it, but I, I think I'd rather go with some of the guys like Alex Caruso at point guard, Ish Smith, even if if Reggie Jackson is ruled out, pay up for Lillard. Il- Moutier is going to be in that high ownership, mm-hmm. mid-range kind of spot that I don't love. Yeah, I'm totally in with this game. I think it's going to be a bad blowout, man. Like they, yeah. The Knicks do not <laughs> match up well with the Spurs at all. Um, I'm Again, this is pretty much Fadesville. I'm down to play Moutier. Uh, I'm even down to play Kadeem Allen for garbage time. Um, okay. He was called up again. Just pl- There's so many that's other the, cheaper plays, though. Yeah, that's the Jonathan Williams type. Just swing for the fences with yeah. Kadeem Allen. So, um, Rudy Gay's going to be back. So, that makes yeah, Hurdle tough to play. Uh, that makes Blowout would, would, would tough limit Derozan. Yep. Limit yep. Aldridge. Yeah. Eh. Derek White's price is back up again. So I'm not I'm not I'm good just to move on, man. We've we spent yeah, enough this time. Is a terri- this is a terrible game for DFS. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's hit Bulls one nineteen at Clippers. Kind of a, a lot of a lot of going on here. We haven't seen these guys play in a little bit uh, with uh, Zach Levine missing time, but he's back. He was basically saying like I'm not going to rest anymore. I don't want to be shut down. Um, mm. Auto Porter probable with a knee again. Late start. Can't really touch those guys, even though they should play. Uh, Doc Rivers quotes. Uh, so let's talk about Gallo. Gallo said he wasn't resting. So I went back and listened to Doc Rivers' press conference from Tuesday, and he mentioned rest, but he also said that Gallo had a quote very light ankle tweak. So yeah, that's why they sat him. That's why he's questionable tonight. So based on what Doc was saying, it was like, oh, this is the part of the schedule where he could rest him. So it's right. again, Gallo said he's a little dinged up, but I think he's in a play. You obviously can't really use him with the late start. But uh, if so, I think that J. Mike, like say he gets shut down or, or if he's going to be ruled out, again, which I highly doubt. Um, J. Mike, uh, Doc said he wants him to be more aggressive. He didn't like how he got switched on the small so much and didn't go after scoring. Uh, mentioned he loves his rebounding too. So, uh, And then also uh, he called Zubats kind of in a little slump around the rim. Uh, had mentioned he gets a lot of hand massages, like massaging your hand, just to be clear on that. Uh, um <laughs> So he does that, um, which is kind of weird. To, to what end? Why is he? They said that like his he's, he's been kind of yeah. He gets like a lot of hand massages. 
Huh. I don't know if it's like the what is it like reflexology or something? Or like, is it, so we, is? we 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 say big men need soft hands to catch passes and yeah. stuff. Is it literally try, trying to just like make his hands more supple? I guess so. I don't know. I guess, uh, hopefully, someone <laughs> interviewed and asked about that. Yeah, it was like a whole. They were joking in the press comments for like a good minute uh, about the hand. But he was hand four muscles. of. Yeah, yeah, he was four of fifteen versus the Blazers on Tuesday. Yeah, he was, and real good. He was real I didn't, goofy. I didn't look at his shot chart, but I'm imagining most of those were right around the rim, right? Yeah. Yep. So, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so where are we at here? Uh, he mentioned he trusts Shea on defense, so he's gonna probably play him a good amount. Mm-hmm. I don't really have, I don't really have anybody late start. Um, again, yeah, it's, the, it's they, against the Bulls. Yeah. The Bulls are 28th in defensive rating since the break. So, I mean, Lou Williams, sure. Uh, again, the Clippers are fighting for the playoff spot. They're pretty comfortable in the eight spot, but maybe they can move up. But, um, yeah, I mean, Lou's fine. I don't really hate Shea. I don't hate – I'm don't. i a little bit worried about uh, Landry Schmidt because of Wilson Chandler possibly playing more minutes and cutting into him. But, um, yeah, that's kind of – I mean, Montrezl Harrell should be all right. But nobody – there's just so much value on the slate that I'm not too into this game. I should like it more. But I kind of don't. Like, yeah. if you want to go to this game and you want to pick, pick up a GPP and just go crazy, like, I'm down. This game should be pretty high scoring. I'm with you. And it's almost upsetting that the Clippers are the number eight seed. They're five <laughs> games ahead of the Kings, seven games ahead of the, the Wolves. So they're the number eight seed. We could just, yeah. you know, pencil them in. Or, I mean, maybe they move up to six or something. But this is a team that's almost definitely going to get bounced immediately in the playoffs and by making the playoffs they lose their first round draft pick i think to the celtics is yep. that right or it's, no it's yeah. uh who's it to uh, i think it's a, it's a somebody but it's it's lottery anyway so, yeah. maybe the sixers with anyway but um yeah just a rough spot for them but that also means uh, yeah okay so they're heading for the playoffs they're they're kind of committed to that therefore gallo might play we don't know you you went over it i mean if he doesn't play it's jamichael green uh if he does, I wouldn't touch either of them. Um, Lou Williams, maybe. Pat, Pat Beverly, I guess. I don't know. There's just no one I'm super, super yeah. interested in for the Clippers. Yeah, Robin Lopez is still pretty cheap. He's 5'8". I still think he can play pretty well. He should be in the sixes, I think, so I'm interested there. But there's just too much other value. As long as – and I mean, even uh, Markkanen, He's been quiet lately. He only cost 7.8K, so that would be good. But with Levine back, Otto Porter probable, and I'm just walking away from this game too. Yep. All right. So I think we're good. Anything else you want to add here? Do you want to run through positions really quick since we kind of went through so much and we really spent so much time on those two games? I guess we can do that real quick. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that works. Yeah, so point guard we mentioned. Uh, we like Lillard as a high-end guy. Uh, Moutier kind of – I still oh, – he still has the high. I mean, of all those guys that are under five, he has the highest upside. As much as we hate the matchup, um, he's still not yeah. a terrible play. I like Alex Caruso a lot. Uh, again, especially if those if, if Hart and Stevenson and Bullock and all those guys are out, like I love Caruso. Yeah. Um, who else? Ish I don't hate Smith Frank Jackson. If Jackson is out. Yeah, yeah, Ish for sure. Ish will be straight. I like Ish would if Reggie's out. Ish is the guy. Um, no doubt about it. Um, who else did we mention? Lillard as a, as a top player. Yep, yep, Lillard. I, Melton, if you're going to really attack the Rockets game, I think he could be decent. Again, I would much prefer... Like, you're going pure GPP um, there. Kadeem Allen, pure GPP play. That's kind of it for point guards, I would say. So not too tricky Do you have any interest in, 
Yeah, do you have any interest in Derek White smashing the next? Time? A little high price, but I'm down a little yeah. bit. I hope he, okay. I have I have all the Derek White in my fantasy league, so hopefully he goes nuts. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, but okay, so shooting guard is a little bit tricky after Harden. Uh, obviously, Austin Rivers is, is pretty much the chalk play. Uh, they go super cheap. I don't hate Wayne Ellington. I don't hate Alonzo Trier either. I'll probably play some garbage time too if this is a blowout. I mentioned Dion Waiters if Wade's is, Wade's out. Um, who else? Luke Kennard maybe if yep. Jackson is out. Yeah, that's kind of it there. Uh, any other? I feel like we're missing some Lakers. No. Would you play uh, Andre, Andre Ingram if uh, all those guys are out? Like no Hart, no Lance, no somebody else. In a thirty-person league, yes, but not in. Hey, man! Part. If all those guys are out, I think he's gonna play tonight. I can almost guarantee you Andre Ingram plays tonight. Okay, maybe I'm. Hey, maybe I'm selling him short. Yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, play Rivers or something like that. Yeah. Uh, small forward. We don't. There's not too many studs on small forward, huh? No. We got. Yeah, this is this is Puntsville here. Uh, I mentioned Mikel Bridges. Obviously, Joe Green's the chalk. I would say, uh, if you want to go super cheap. Um, Giannis has a bad matchup. I'm not. Totally against Kelly Oubre. I think he'll have yeah. a solid game, but a little, little bit too expensive. Derek Jones, uh, Jabari, you, you said Jabari Parker. Yeah, oh yeah, Jabari. Yep, yeah. Jabari. If, if Reese is out, definitely the strong play of the day. Yeah, and I'm kind of into Harrison Barnes because he's only five five and will get huge minutes. Yeah, I think the back to back may actually help him. Uh, with some of the players who are surrounding him. So I think that's yeah. a good spot for him. He's pretty physically fit. Uh, Jake Lehman's a good punt at 3-7 if Harkless is out. Uh, Troy about... Brown Jr. maybe. If yeah, Troy Brown. Go, yep. go for out. broke. Yep. I think that's... So a lot of... You're going cheap here. This So this should be... So you could definitely get lowered in your lineup. Yeah. So lowered hard and then some other guys you could still got room for. Um, power forward. What are we looking at here? Would would you do? Would you be into Kuzma without LeBron? Uh, not so much. Well, he's cheap, I guess. He's yeah. only six three, so he's in that. That's not a bad spot for him. But he's kind of got that McCollum complex where either he <laughs> scores a lot and maybe hits value, or he has an off shooting night and you yeah. and you get burned. Yeah. So I'm not super into him. I'll say that. Yeah. I'm always. I like. Mar- we didn't talk about Marvin. I think Marvin's fine. Plus, the Pistons are really good defensively lately and so another reason not to like kuzma yeah uh marvin yeah he could be in play especially with no zeller he'll play more five i think and great matchup versus the Wizards. so yep. there you go to always like marvin uh i mean is only four six by the way that, that's pretty good uh if you're gonna really mm. attack that game uh, i mentioned rashawn holmes as a punt if you're gonna hope for garbage time harry giles do you want any same thing. any kaminsky Interested, yeah. He'll play some five. He's only four two. Been kind of hot up until the last game. He was pretty bad. So yeah, mm. that's pretty good. If all those guys with with Zeller not expect not expected to play, right? So I'm down with him. Uh, what other high price studs do we like here? I feel like oh, I mentioned Blake. Uh, Blake's only eight yeah, four, Blake's man. Good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. So I do like him. I could <laughs> see him going nuts, especially with no Jackson. I, I feel like Anthony Davis is going to have low ownership, and I, I he's going to hit 40. So yeah. he costs under $8,000. Um, it's t- 
tough to play a guy when you know that he's he can only play 20 minutes. <laughs> and it's a back-to-back. But, and it's a home-home back-to-back. Yeah. Like, there's so many things that scare me off of him. But yeah. if you want to anyway, throw a lineup he's, he's in there, in sure. Yeah, I'm with yeah. it. Just crazy risk. Uh, center, I'm in on Wagner here. Uh, I think he starts. I think he plays power forward. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I like I like Wagner. He's he's my, my he's my guy. As for the studs, I, I'm going Andre Drummond. I think is an easy pick there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, any other guys? I think it's, nah, I'm I'm just yeah. Just I like Drummond too. Yeah, I mentioned uh, uh, Robin Lopez man. As, Robin as Lopez a mid round guy. Wrong. I'm never I'm never off on Robin Lopez at, at under six thousand. Sorry, I just cut you off. What you're saying? No, no, it's uh, I mean, so Robin Lopez is two thousand or two hundred, I should say, more than Willie Cauley Stein. They're both in the mix for me. Obviously, Lopez gets a way better matchup versus the Clippers than Cauley Stein versus Joel Embiid. It's hard for me. There's some cognitive dissonance to playing Robin Lopez, but <laughs> <laughs> he's been really good. So there, you, there you have it. Yeah. All right. So we'll get out of here on that. You guys enjoy your weekend. Fun slate. Lots of games tomorrow too. Um, more games on Sundays. A lot of good luck to any. You have any season long sweats? I've got a couple, and you get the thirty man. You and I both have a thirty man match uh, matchups that were. Yeah. I'm not doing too hot, um, but again, him not playing Chris. No Terry Rozier hurt me yesterday, but he has no Chris Paul today. So hopefully, I can make up some ground. Yeah, I'm just in trouble in a thirty team league when you're up against James Harden with four games. That's so rough. Yeah. It- it's never going to go well. <laughs> yeah, maybe hard rest it's on gonna, Sunday. Maybe hard rest on Sunday, though. I would, I would love that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's going to take a miracle for me to come out come out of this one. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. All right, so we're out of here and on I, that. You guys enjoy your weekend, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for coming on, man. You got it, Mike. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.